Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit fabnt.com for details. Member FDIC. Look, there's a lot of serious business to be handled right now, and it's happening in Washington, D.C. and all over this great nation. Senator John Bozeman joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. And Senator, it's a great pleasure to have you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, we're trying to spread the word. This is not our forte per se, but we've sort of shifted the way we're doing business now, and we've become a bit of a news outlet in addition to talking sports and goofing off. So um, everybody's got to do their part. Right. No, that's exactly right. And uh, this is really a difficult situation. We're in the process now. We've passed one bill that had to do with immediately attacking the virus, getting money out for vaccination, uh, developing that ability. Also, uh, sending money out to the states. Arkansas has gotten about $6.3 million to help with the, the, their uh, infectious disease department. We're blessed. The United States has the finest infectious disease department in the world, and they're doing a very, very good job. The, uh, the governor's doing a good job with his leadership. So we were able to pass the first bill. Then we were able to, to pass another bill, and that had to do with... Uh, uh, helping with, uh, you've got a lot of young people now that are out of school, making sure that there's not food insecurity, uh, those kind of things. Uh, uh, also, uh, getting it such that we could ramp up unemployment insurance. And now we're on a final bill. And what we're trying to do is put liquidity, the ability for businesses to find the dollars that they need to continue to operate, help them, and then help employees that have been let go, uh, increasing unemployment insurance, things like that. So it's really a multi-pronged attack, and hopefully we'll get this passed uh, sometime today. Things hit home for all of us a long time ago, and for you folks in the Senate, they really hit home from the virus itself. I saw Senator Paul was was diagnosed with the yes. virus, and that certainly brings things a little closer to you guys there. And I'm assuming some additional steps on top of the ones you've already taken have been have been happening here since that announcement. It does very much so, and all of us. Uh, we need to be very very careful. I'm not really concerned, as are many of your listeners. You you tend to not be concerned about yourself. You certainly don't want to not practice precautions, though, and acquire this, get the disease, get the virus, and then pass that on to a friend that might be uh, in a situation due to previous health problems and this and that that might be very, very susceptible to it. So just going to take everybody working together. We're in unprecedented times. Uh, I don't think there's any been anything like this. I think we'd all agree uh, in modern history. But it's just taking everybody working together and in doing so, uh, we're going to get on the other side of it. And but it is going to take some uh, some work and some sacrifice in the meantime. I'm glad that you all are identifying and focusing on the areas that you already talked about, because those are areas that I think most of us would consider the highest priorities right now. But there has been some discussion about a stimulus package that will affect most Americans or a lot of Americans, I guess, in general. With and the thousand dollar payment has been a common one I saw. Uh, Senator Cobb may be also pushing for 2000 for families that made a certain or under a certain amount. Where, where are we on that? This bill includes $1,200 per person or uh, $2,400 for a couple. 
And so that is part of the package that we're discussing right now. Okay. And the idea there, it's not really a stimulus. It's just trying to keep families, trying to keep uh, communities safe. I mean, so many people right now are in a situation where they don't know how they're going to make the car payment, don't know how they're going to make the rent payment. So this is just a, a way to infuse some money uh, to those individuals. And, and that, those individuals really are most of us at this point right now. Uh, in the sense that the economy is, is pretty much shut down. So uh, that's the idea regarding that, and that is part of this package that we're debating as I speak. Senator John Bozeman with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Are you part of the group that's trying to help uh, get products here in Arkansas, whether it's the test, uh, whether it's the, the things that the hospitals, the doctors need? Are you part of the group that's trying to deliver stuff to uh, Arkansas? Yeah, very much so. This is a critical problem, not only in Arkansas, but throughout the country. Nobody ever envisioned that we would be in the situation that we're in. The uh, the national stockpile uh, had about 30 million units. It's estimated that we'll need 300 million to protect our uh, caregivers, uh, the people, the, the doctors, the nurses. We can replace other stuff. You know, you can buy equipment, you can do this and that, but if I the doctor goes down or a nurse goes down, you can't you can't readily replace those people. So it's important that we protect them. So we've done a number of things. Turns out that the mask that, that uh, people wear when they're applying paint, uh, working in various industries to protect themselves, uh, actually worked very, very well against the coronavirus. So we've made it such we removed the regulations, making such that those could be approved for that. Uh, there's a lot of great stories. There's a company in Fort Smith now that has switched over and, and making hand sanitizer. Uh, they make a, uh, a sweet alcohol. So they had the ingredients and are doing this and, and basically making it uh, at their cost. So those are the great stories. Uh, the Also, uh, even the uh, auto plants now are gearing up, making ventilators, things like that. So the president is using his authorities to encourage that. And then a lot of it is just people saying, well, hey, I can I can be helpful in this way or that way, and then uh, actually contributing. So uh, it's going to take all of that. But, yeah, no, we're very much involved in trying to get the resources that we need to Arkansas. Senator, maybe a little early to have this conversation, but I'm just curious, you know, when you all first became aware and concerned regarding this virus, and then also what we can learn from this going forward to maybe try to be a little more out in front of this in the future, if there's a way to do that. Well, there will be a way to do it, and, and we're just going to have to, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, uh, you know, going over a, over a game plan for a football game that didn't go quite right, uh, or a basketball game, whatever. And so we're going to be doing the after-action things that we need to. I don't think anybody ever envisioned that we would be in this situation uh, with, you know, such a. Uh, and we should have been. You know, we should have been. We should have had the foresight to actually see this. Especially, we live in a very, a very uh, closed world in the sense that uh, it's so easy, it's so close to uh, to be able to. to uh, uh, go here and there, and so as a result of that, then germs and things spread, and so we're going to have to have the after action. We'll do that. As far as when we knew it, 
uh, certainly these things were going on in November and December in China. They didn't tell us that, though. They actually tried to overlook it, hope it was would go away. And as a result, with all of the uh, China interaction with the United States and Europe and uh, the rest of the world, it, it has uh, caused the, uh, the spread to go unnoticed for a couple of months. Mm. The president early on, if you remember, he actually did, did one of the earliest travel bans with China, and that bought us a little bit of time. But uh, uh, we're going to need to do things differently in the future. And, and uh, the good news is, as I said earlier, we've got the ability, we've got a great infectious disease network, and we're going to call on them at the appropriate time to come up with a plan to protect us in the future. You mentioned Governor Hutchinson, and we've been singing his praises from day one, and it's there's just something comforting about seeing a leader out in front here, and I think he's done a fantastic job relaying the message and also trying to calm fears while giving good information. How much are, are you in contact with him or his office um, you know, from D.C.? We're, our office is in contact with his office uh, multiple times during the day, uh, again, trying to coordinate uh, the federal response with the state the state response. So, yeah, that, that has been a uh, really a good situation. I agree with you. He's done a tremendous job. And uh, he, uh, you know, like us, is relying on the experts, the, the people in the white coats that uh, know best. And so uh, it's just everybody working together, really at every level of government. But I think the communication uh, has been uh, really very, very good at this point. There's so many layers to this, uh, not just health and economics and small business, the future economy. What what has your your attention the most right now? I guess, or what I guess maybe what worries you the most or concerns you the most is a better idea or better way to put it. Well, we're really fighting two fronts. We're fighting against the coronavirus itself, that enemy, and then we're we're uh, in a situation where we have the economic downturn. And so we've never experienced anything like this before. Uh, you'd have to go back to World War II to, to get anything close in the sense of a uh, just a complete worldwide collapse of the economy. And so the aftermath of that we're not sure about, but certainly that's what we're trying to do now in the United States through this last bill is get the uh, employers big small, medium, get them the liquidity so that uh, once this settles down, the the business will still be there so that people will have a place to go back to work. And lots of people are working very, very hard in that regard. Don't think we've got a crystal ball to to actually know uh, when that's going to be. That's another really big problem with this is the uncertainty. Uh, You know, if it snows hard and you're a business and you're shut for several days, then, you know, you know the snow's going to melt and you'll have customers again. With this deal, we simply don't know how long the uh, the virus is going to, uh, to last. What we're trying to do now is make it such that everybody doesn't get sick at the same time and overwhelm the health care system. Uh, so we're trying to, and you hear a lot about this, flatten the curve you know, push things out. And I, I think actually we're doing a fairly good job of that right now. So that's a good thing. But uh, 
you know, our hospital beds generally are fairly full to begin with. Mm-hmm. You can imagine if you have uh, hundreds of thousands of people that need to be seen in addition to that, then you push out the people that are potentially that are having heart attacks and all the various things that we suffer on a daily basis, uh, even without this uh, the, the calamity of the virus. Senator Bozma, if you'd indulge us, just a couple more questions, we'll let you go. Um, you know, oh, there, gosh, yeah. Yeah, been a lot of talk about vaccine, and I know it's a lot of it's guesswork, but you know, you can base it on somewhat on, on how this process has worked in the past. What are you hearing for best guess on that? Well, vaccines take a take quite a while to do. Uh, so I would say I'm hearing anywhere from, you know, around a year, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, But we're focusing hard on that. The rest of the world is focusing hard on it also. And then to the treatment, uh, you know, a, a better treatment than we have right now, uh, so that uh, if you do develop the disease, and many people, it's so so weird, you know, the symptoms can be mild. Sometimes you, you barely know that you have anything at all, uh, which is dangerous because then, you know, you're spreading uh, without being aware to, uh, you know, full-blown, particularly in, in the older population, or people that are all have various uh, predisposition uh, in the sense maybe if you have lupus or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a disease that, that decreases your immune system. But, uh, it's like I said, that's, that's part of the uncertainty also is how it affects different people. But we're trying to develop a, a, a better treatment regimen. That's part of this bill also. And again, we're working on these things as we speak. The other thing that we really had a problem with is testing. And so uh, we've got a four-hour test that's coming out now. In the past, you know, you've had to send it to labs and get it back. This would be just like, you know, when you have the flu now, you go in and they check you for the flu and, you know, get a, a response pretty quickly back. Uh, we haven't had that at all. It's taken uh, sometimes days to get through the result of the test. So uh, we're working really hard to, to develop something, uh, maybe even a shorter than that. There's actually some 10-minute tests that are being looked at. Wow. But testing would be a be a major breakthrough if, if it were very, very easy to start testing great numbers of people. We'll let you go after this uh, on a much less important note. There's a lot of conversation about what's next for sports, and we uh, obviously are focused on that. We're we're trying to keep people informed on more important issues in the meantime. But um, you know, maybe Major League Baseball will come back. Maybe we'll see an NBA season. I think they're working towards that. Around here, as you know all too well, as a former Razorback, college football is what everybody's really waiting on. Oh, no, um, that's right. So yeah. I mean, the question becomes: Should we be concerned about that season? I mean, I hope that's not the case, but there's there's some conversation about that. Are you concerned? Well, I think we have to be concerned about everything. And, and you know, the bottom line is we need to do whatever keeps uh, families and communities safe. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to listen to the experts. On the other hand, uh, I know that we would all hope that uh, things will settle down uh, fairly shortly and then get back. Uh, certainly, uh, March Madness not being here has been a, a real blow for so many of us. And all of the other things that, that is so enjoyable about rooting for your your home team, whether it's your your junior high team or little league, or all the way on up, uh, you know, to your to your favorite uh, college and, 
and professional teams. So these are things that are, you know, are great American traditions. And I'm excited about our, our new football coach. I think he's going to do a great job. He's a, he's a coach coach. Mm-hmm. Arkansas, I think, has always won in the past when they got, uh, you know, a lot of pretty good players. And then over a period of years, to be much better players, and then they wound up playing. You know, their 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 last couple of years uh, when they were there. You know, a lot of dreaming guys that really rose to the occasion. You know, and became uh, you know very competitive football players. So, I think he's got the ability to do that. He is kind of a who's who of the coaches he's attracted mm-hmm. uh, around him. I think he he's kind of like Coach Morales in that regard so far. So I think we've got a lot of hope for the future with our uh, prospects. It's just tough, such a tough league. Well, we're looking forward to the days when we can argue about football like it really matters in the big scheme of things. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. <laughs> I saw it. You know, it was funny. The early on in this, uh, as the cases were just starting in the United States, and they pretty much engulfed the, the rest of the country, and there was a map that said, uh, Alabama hadn't been affected, uh, mm-hmm. Arkansas, Louisiana. And the quote was, uh, even the uh, coronavirus fears the SEC West. That's right. Yeah, Alabama was so, one of the last holdouts, so Nick Saban was getting a lot of credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, we appreciate you guys. And, and I think, you know, it's so important doing what you're doing. That, you know, one of the, the mechanisms that we're going to need to beat this thing is to communicate. And I'd, I'd like to close with, uh, you know, the bottom line is we just have to think of each other. And so I know some of us are not too worried about getting the virus ourselves. On the other hand, we should be very, very worried about giving it to somebody else that, uh, that you know, it might affect them in a great way. The other thing is hoarding. Uh, you know, we need to – we have on-time delivery in our country now. The stores are so, so very efficient don't have the big warehouses that we used to. Uh, and so as a result, the trucks on the road are the warehouses. So if we'll just get what we need, like always, the system will work. If we start hoarding stuff, though, then it breaks down. So that's another area to continue to consider, you know, as we're just doing these little things that really could affect others. Senator, thank you so much for the time, and uh, keep up the good work. We appreciate it very much. Well, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. All right, thank take you. care. Senator John Bozeman, great stuff.